0: you're listening to the a scully cast brought to you by www.ascully.com and here are your hosts a scully and sid talk welcome sid talk to this wonderful saturday afternoon
1: welcome 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 welcome
0: what's the before the after the show well, the before discussion? the after the show
1: discussion didn't exist a whole bunch we discussed this movie we discussed the fan that you bought for the window and I just looked up your theory about hot beverages
0: my th- it's not my theory it's a theory it's a theory, it's a theory.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it does say if you drink a hot beverage it can lower the heat in your body provided you can sweat out what does it say when you drink the hot drink provided it can evaporate I don't, know, I don't know why your sweat wouldn't be able to evaporate, but I don't think simply drinking a Ma- hot beverage when you've just ran a marathon on so a 100 degree day is going to help you. Are
0: you saying if I wrap you in cling <laughs> film and then you drink a hot beverage, that'd I be- would
1: die anyway, regardless of the hot beverage. So you're just giving me like a straw poke through a hole in the saran wrap?
0: Or how about I'm I, I use an adhesive spray cover every inch of your skin so you can't die, sweat. No matter what? Yeah.
1: <laughs> the hot we beverage is not in- <laughs> Not <laughs> <the> you. issue <laughs> I'm trying it now because I'm quite hot I'm going to get hotter
0: we did get I did get from Amazon a cool not uh, a commercial a cool window fan that cost 22 cool fan 22 dollars and it fits in your window you,
1: people they've heard of you're heard of familiar this. with them yes very. it's a
0: cheapo cheap let's just say it's a cheap homes it's made by
1: Another non-commercial.
0: <laughs> and, uh...
1: It's got two fans and it fills up the window. You shut the window on it and sucks the air out or blows the air in.
0: Yeah, and this room is notorious. Our office. Home office. It has two computers in it. It has four monitors in it.
1: If we put a bucket of water in here <laughs> I think, and close that door on a hot day, it would be a sauna. Because, uh, remind everyone, even though they don't give a shit, uh, we haven't turned our air conditioner on yet. And we've had days of 99 degrees.
0: Yeah, and, uh, And days
1: in here when it's been 90 degrees.
0: No, it's been 99 degrees in this room. <laughs> So this, and we're still alive. This Tell week the story. I put this window thing. In, well, today actually, and um, while it didn't cool the room because it stayed the same temperature, it felt like the coolest place in the house. It's the
1: illusion because the air is mm. moving across your body, evaporating that sweat because you're not covered in cling film. That's what's making. And it I set fun. it
0: up in the window so it
1: was uh, sucking the hot air out. You didn't originally that, so your wife suggested. But in the
0: evenings, <laughs> you turn it around and you can. S- take the cool air in so we'll see how it works
1: it's not a new concept I hate to break your bubble here. <laughs> it is for me to. from air-
0: English people um, how it works in England nobody has air conditioning because how the it-
1: weather works in England is there's barely any summer
0: yeah and air conditioning's not really uh, unless you've got a lot of money maybe you'll have air conditioning or a brand new house brand new
1: or stores and stuff they have air conditioning right
0: uh, stores do yeah we, we had it in the store i worked in
1: this isn't a primitive country we're talking about
0: but um most people in england because the weather is temperate all the time it, it barely gets warm and in summer uh england's famous for having two weeks of hot weather and that is it like and you are in the in the summer of 1977 i remember this very well um We had... uh, It was the biggest heat wave England have ever had, even to this date. And it lasted... It was like 90 degrees, and it lasted for about six weeks. Now, imagine the population of Britain... You're only seven. I know, and and the population of Britain just freaked out. There was hosepipe bans, the whole thing. uh, And they're not used to that.
1: I'm sorry, hosepipe would be translated as uh, your hose in the garden.
0: Yeah, hosepipe. We would have called hosepipe.
1: Just for the Americans out there, your hose outside.
0: So, um... What happens in England is, a couple of weeks in the summer, everybody gets boiling hot. Nobody can sleep. Uh, you open all your windows, nothing happens. Like it, It's just so disgustingly hot. And then it gets back to being cold again. It, it really doesn't stick around. So air conditioning is not really a big thought when people get a house. Because for a couple of weeks, who cares? Put some fans on, you know? But here, we have longer spells of heat.
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: But... Um, <laughs> One of these things would be fantastic for a person who lives in England. I'm, I'm sure they have made their way to England as well. But...
1: <laughs> I'm sure they've been in England the whole time, and you've just not... bet Your I radar
0: lived, wasn't pointed at them. Well, when I lived okay. with my grandma, and it was summer, she had nothing. It was just hot. Grandma's was just, are just
1: like that. My grandma wouldn't turn the fan on either, you know why? Because it took up too much I don't, electricity. I don't even think she
0: would open the windows.
1: If you, be, if you don't want to be hot, Miss Cindy, you just go outside and sit under the tree. <laughs>
0: I'm
1: like, I'm trying to watch TV, Grandma.
0: Take the TV with you. (laughs) All right, so um, that's hot talk for this week. (laughs) And Uh,
1: that's the end of our podcast. Thank you. It is
0: Saturday, June the 18th, and this is after the show number 432. Um, I need the thing on there, otherwise Mm -hmm. I have to keep turning Oh,
1: listen to you, Ron Burgundy. Jesus.
0: I don't remember everything.
1: Um, You only read... Say what you read.
0: Yeah, 432. Just
1: to let them know. We're in a setup where I have to have your little outline on my computer and I have it on because mine because you're facing you. me I don't care though I don't need it right. and plus I could just but you have to have it right there that's fine that's fine it but I like to call you Ron Burgundy now because if I put on there something horrible you'd read it
0: <laughs> so the, the movie we're looking at this week is uh, the blu-ray my is...
1: wife is always right about everything I'm typing it in now so we should be hearing that soon
0: The movie we're looking at this week is Zootopia. It's a 2016 movie released on Blu-ray on June the 20th. No, June the 7th. The 20th? So you can pick it up now. It's rated PG from our friends at Disney. And um, if you've not heard of the movie Zootopia, you must have been living under a rock because it took a billion dollars at the box office. A billion dollars. So, Sid Talk, what is the synopsis of the movie Zootopia?
1: It is about... Well, I mean, literally, just actually the story is a little bunny wants to be a police officer in Zootopia, which is a city in a parallel universe, apparently in Pixar's mind. Not Pixar. Where... I'm sorry. The other one. Disney Animation, Disney Animation Studio. Disney Animation Studio. Whoop, Lasseter threw me off there. <laughs> um, where there is a city, and the world is now where all animals have evolved, basically, to be a different version, like... Our evolution, right? Humans evolved to what we are, and so now every other animal has evolved to something different, and there's no more, you know, bears eating rabbits. And right. But but the attitudes are very much the same. A predator is a predator, and a prey animal is a prey animal, and they're weak, and they're strong, and they're in charge, but we have to be afraid. All that kind of stuff is involved. Plus, she's a girl, so she's a woman, girl, uh, she's not a girl anymore, she grows up to be a police officer, but she's a female in a male's world. If you notice, there were no other female voices in the uh, police. police officers yeah. at all, so I know, I noticed that theme right away. And it's basically her and other characters having to learn to dissect, not one another, but the attitudes about lumping entire groups of people under an idea of what might be represented by all of us, really, but we've pointed at certain groups. And also it touches on this thing of the nature of a creature. I don't know if you know this, but there was a time in human history not so long ago when human scientists and doctors and philosophers actually believed in the concept that some humans were a different kind of species and that built into their DNA... Was inferiority yeah, and yeah. that they are meant to be servants, subjects, um, that they are less valuable, less important, that their lives have less meaning. You know, even in in America, um, people of color had no vote. In fact, they were considered property. Instead, women had no vote until the 1920s. You know, because of the inferiority, they're not smart enough. They're not. They can't reason enough because of their DNA. That's actually put in here, but in a very it's just sort of briefly mentioned, but that's a real thing. And so it kind of touches on the idea that, you know... Really? Do we... I don't know. So, it's all wrapped up in a nice little story.
0: And it's an it's a CG animated movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's just well, a real animal. Now there's rabbits and fox and bulls and buffalo. Elephants and... 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 It looks amazing.
0: I'll so, say that. So, uh, yeah, um, I'm a big fan of... Uh, at first, um, you know, Pixar were the gods of this genre-type um, animation. And Disney were, like, the kings of the 2D animation. And now, as time has progressed, Disney have dropped 2D animation. They don't do it at all. Um,
1: That's so sort of sad.
0: Yeah, it is kind of... Because imagine
1: now how good 2D animation could look.
0: I, I, I do believe it will make a comeback at some point. Uh, it's obvious Disney aren't going to drop 2D animation completely, but they have... If you can't yeah, think, like In I can't, 20
1: years, they'll do one, and it'll be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, it'll I be like, that, "Look how amazing that looks." I
0: think that's what'll happen. We'll get jaded by all the 3D animation, and then 2D animation will look amazing to us. We'll be like, "Wow, that's so new looking. We don't, we, you know, we're not used to it." So there was a time when Pixar were the rulers of this 3D animation thing, but then Disney, with Bolt, the movie Bolt, came onto the scene, and that is an actually really good movie. And obviously they've done a lot of other movies Disney. They've done Tangled and they've done Frozen. Everybody's heard of Frozen. And now Zootopia. And I think that they're at an even pegging now. Like Pixar and Disney. In terms of story, the way things look, I, I do believe it's hard to... You know, if I, if I showed you... Well, you, you just made a uh, error when you said, Oh, Pixar's world... Yeah. So, if I wouldn't have told you that this was Disney animation, you might have thought it was Pixar. It's that good. Like, they've got to that level. So, I'm I'm always impressed with these movies. I think Disney do the best, um, you know, 3D animation movies. And this is no exception. Um, I think... I'm trying to think which ones I like the best and which ones I don't like. Do, do you love Bolt and... Um, did you love Tangled? Did I you love really, Frozen? Yes.
1: Well, yeah. Well, I think to me, don't, don't, don't. The entire world attack me here. I mean, you can if you want, but I didn't really see the overwhelming response to Frozen fit the movie. But I'm not a seven-year-old girl or like a middle-aged I also woman think who fixates on the things. Partially because
0: it's um, full of memorable songs too. I think people love a song.
1: I know, that's what I'm talking about. That doesn't appeal to me, so right. I don't understand... But, I mean, that's I don't understand appeal, the whole like. global appeal of it. Plus, what other songs do you remember except for the two of them? We don't have to build a snowman and let it go. I like
0: the joke that's about it. let it go in this movie. What
1: was it? Oh, you know, yeah, just let it go. He said,
0: just let it go. <laughs> yeah. He, he said, we're not all 2D animated characters <laughs> or something like that. It's two-dimensional... Just, just
1: gotta let it go. You just gotta
0: let it go. Yeah. And she, she goes... <laughs>
1: but, um... Yeah, I, I love them. You, Tangled, I think, is really, really underrated. Yeah, I think like, it's really good. And, and Bolt, Bolt is really good, too. It was their first, you said? Yeah, it was um, Disney, Disney Animations. Animation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Where, when you see the little Steamboat Willie at the beginning, you <laughs> yeah. know it's not Pixar, right. and it's Disney. Um, so, Zootopia, um, I, I really loved it. Um, I think it's quite different to many of these uh, 3D animated movies in that the story is much more involved in this movie it's not really just about hey here's introduce the characters and let them go on an adventure there's a lot to say po- not politically like it's a lot to say about humanity but with the animals the animals are having exactly the same issues as we are as humans with each other and because I think it's great I had to break
1: this news because it was written by humans yeah. and not by animals but
0: I think it's great to introduce children two concepts like what are in this movie now like small children might say to the parents or they watch this movie with the parents and then they say I don't understand like they might say to the parents I don't understand why um Judy is like why can't she be a hero yeah. why, why, why is everybody down on her like what you know like saying she's a well rabbit. they
1: explain it very well
0: yeah but I mean you can introduce uh, as a parent talking to a kid then you can say well you know in in and explain things like racism. It reminds me, uh, though, of,
1: like, that setting an example for children to just soak up. Um, I was watching a documentary about women in the, like, the the history of American um, space travel and space study and astronautics. I saw that, actually, with you. And the woman said she'd been a aeronautic engineer and been an astronaut and was driving to the little boy, her son, to school one day and went past where she worked, which was NASA and the big, you know, signs. And he said to her mommy can boys be astronauts too and this was 40 years ago like 30-40 years ago and so her living that example and just sort of being it instead of the whole thing being dominated by I just think that's an interesting and what you're saying is yeah you let them see some like children soak it up it's a good
0: introduction to some grown up concepts that you could discuss with your child can all
1: animated movies do that though?
0: I, I just think this one is a bit because it it's really sensitive, like, the, the um, topic of racism or um, even, like, you know, these people are less...
1: A religion or an ideology or a nationality. That yeah, all that those things. Yeah, and I which was is, saying, in this movie, it's easy. If anybody in the whole world watches it, and it'll be all over the whole world, then if you are or feel that you are or you actually are part of a disenfranchised group or you are a group that is... You're, Not part of the negative... Okay, let's say you're in another country and it's... I don't know. It could be America, it could be anywhere. I don't want to use us as an example because it has to apply to everybody. But you are a member of a group that people just... Okay, let's say you're a traveler Mm -hmm. in England. Okay, Travelers used to be called gypsies, roamers, nomads. And they have a bad reputation. So when you say traveler or gypsy. It's, I know I don't think that's appropriate anymore but just so American people understand, it comes with the connotation of criminal, disrespect for police violence. authority, violence, they don't give a shit about any laws that are cuz they think they make up their own it's laws. Exactly now let's I, say you were born and raised in a traveling family and that traveling family doesn't really they're part of the travelers cuz it's their heritage and they they it's their family, it's their way of life and yet that mom and dad They found each other in the midst of all that. Because they don't quite... They don't encourage their children to be criminals. They don't commit the crimes. They're not part of the whole picture of it. And yet, if they were to say to somebody, as they're standing in the store or they're in line somewhere waiting for something, that yes, we're part of the travelers living on the edge of town. Immediately. Instantly. Right. So that person might watch this movie. I'm bringing it around here. And because we've sorted everybody out by predator and prey, and they might see themselves as the prey because they see everyone else who's down on the travelers as the predators. Like, you all want to oppress us, and you want to shut us up, and you want to change us, and you want to control us. And if you're a person who's not a traveler, you're going to flip that around, and you're going to say that the travelers are the predators, and that you are the poor prey because the travelers are the criminals and the violent people. So I think that you can apply either of these things to yourself to either become a victim or empower yourself one way or the other and think about, you know, you can't just apply it to one group. You can't say all women, all men, all of this race, all of that race, all of this religion, all of that philosophy, all of that political view. Um, I think it kind of, if you really... If you discuss it with a thousand people from all around the world, they're all going to have their own take on it and put themselves in the situation. And I think that is one of the great things about how these, particularly, these are a couple of dudes in charge of telling this, writing the story. I mean, I know there's 600 people involved, but they're the ones, like, the spokespeople for it. That's what's beautiful about how, the, how they tell a story, that... You could can, can be the person who goes, oh, I see how it is. You're making me out to be the prey or me out to be the predator. And they can look at you and go, well, why do you think that? Why do you apply that when the person sitting next to you thinks the opposite? And the movie's,
0: the movie's about how we all apply prejudices to everything. Correct. So when, at the beginning of the movie, for instance, Judy is a, a young rabbit and she's a bunny. And she's, <laughs> she's a, there's a fox bully in her. Uh, And the fox actually injures her Which I thought was I was like ooh That's uh, that's, You know it's pretty harsh." Yeah
1: because it's It's the thing of If you say I was wronged By A Whatever I was wronged by a Christian I was wronged by a man I was wronged by a black person I was wronged by an Irish Catholic I was wronged by a traveller I was wronged by a guy from France And therefore All French people
0: Right, and that's all of
1: those. That and this is her having her experience with somebody who already represents
0: the things she's scared of, or she's been to told be, to be scared yeah, exactly, of. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Because bunnies say, Hey, don't go near foxes, they eat us. So <laughs>
1: they used to eat us, and they're bullies now, yeah, and whatever, yeah. right?
0: And they may turn and eat us. Who knows? We're, we're kind of skeptical of them. So she's taught that, but then she's brave, isn't she? So she's kind of
1: <laughs> tenacious. Uh, I like that.
0: But then again, in the movie, she meets another fox a little bit later on. Who, you know, he seems he's a
1: different kind of predator. yeah.
0: But he's yeah, exactly. He yeah. seems on the up and up, and she's very nice to him. And then it turns out he, he you know, he's just, he's a bit of a shyster, and she, she has
1: so, to rethink it again. So
0: there's that lesson of like, he looks okay. He's got his little child. Oh, perhaps he isn't. So you know, you've got to think as as a little brain, a little human, when you're growing up, you can't trust everybody. You can't. You know, there's lessons to be learned. This movie kind of teaches you a bunch of those lessons. But not, like, forcibly. It's not, like, all, oh, like, oh, this is just no, ramming shit down like your throat. There's a fun adventure, It emphasizes too.
1: the idea that the individual who is causing you harm or doing you harm is the responsible party. Right. That they do not... Even though we can apply in human life these concepts to large groups of people who do think alike and who do want the same destruction or the same progress or the same ideology spread around. I understand there are groups of people who you can say, oh, these ten people agree, uh, believe in this and therefore they looted that or therefore they, you know, attacked a thing or whatever. But it really keeps going back to the individual like, the person who did this, or animal who did this, is responsible for their own actions. And they don't represent all foxes, all sheep, all bulls, all elephants, all rabbits, even. Because she doesn't represent all, all rabbits, because she's brave and, she's like, a, tough. And,
0: yeah, she's an exceptional, uh, you know, a, right. a more, you know, go-getter than most of them. Because most of them have this... Even even a mum and dad try and instill this attitude. One of my into- issues
1: with that rabbit family is this. Judy grows up, and yet we keep seeing all little baby rabbits that are her 200 and some brothers and sisters. Yeah. We don't see any grown-up ones. I
0: like that the joke about like only all, <laughs> all, all we're kind of good for is multiplying. Like that's all rabbits do. <laughs> and and grown then the, rabbits
1: and vegetables. Then the
0: population of the town's just got a ticker <laughs> that's going up all the time. <laughs> so there's just really funny stuff in this movie, and the whole movie is like that. There's lots of things. It it, it even goes into if you look deep it, deep into it, it goes into like politics and the the you know hierarchy of like the police and sure. uh, so there's a lot to it so if you go as an adult to watch this with your kid there's a lot more to it than just to, like a, a silly adventure because it is i like, like when that.
1: she's first assigned she goes to the police academy and of course she's a bunny and she's, and she's a woman mm-hmm. and she's assigned to like meaner uh car but giving parking tickets now
0: immediately yeah
1: that's a real thing yeah when people look at you as uh, inferior, Weak. they will give you the pat on the head job or the scoot along and get away from the, well, in this case, the big boys. You know, you need to go off and do a thing, just pat da, 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 like you're nothing. Yeah. It happens in real life. That's not, a, that's not a, you know, and I wonder sometimes, like in these studios, like in the Disney Animation Studio or Pixar or big corporations, uh, the- when they're sitting there talking about these scenes... And there are writers and animators and all kinds of people. Do these discussions ever... Does the person ever turn around to the group and go, well... Yeah, 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 I'm this.
0: the guy who always has to draw all the trees. You <laughs> yeah, just send me back there <laughs> to draw trees all day.
1: And that's because the I've thing got, like, you
0: don't like to yeah, do. Yeah, really. And like. you always
1: like, so, you know, <laughs> does that ever like spark? And does that inform the movie? And does that change? You know, I just think that's a that's a real thing.
0: It's this basically. While it's a movie about animals, it's really human of spirit. Course. It's the human and spirit. Every story in, is. Yeah, you can't it, help it. Um, I lo- what I did that also like about this movie. I love the concept of a Zootopia. Um, I must say there are, there are no fish or birds in this movie. It's just mammals, which
1: they had to make that decision. Though they said
0: yeah, maybe they could make Sea Topia down the line, or you know,
1: there you go. Jeez. Hey, just give them an
0: idea. <laughs> but you can have that one for free, Dizzy. <laughs>
1: because he said we had to make a decision because there's just so many. So we decided to choose mammals.
0: Yeah, predators. And that was it. And- yeah, because so I my that.
1: question is, what do all these animals eat?
0: eat? They don't eat each other anymore. They don't eat each other. Uh, they did eat... they, but they did do show make
1: some ice cream. But the sh- in the human world, if we started getting human milk and making our ice cream out of it, everyone eat, would freak out.
0: They did eat ice cream and they did eat ice lollies. But that's all we saw any animal eating in this movie. So don't look too far into this.
1: <laughs> 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 because if you're not eating each other, you know, if a bear's not eating... The rabbit, or the fox isn't eating the chicken. Well, we had no birds either. Remember, no birds or, no f- birds. or fish.
0: That's it. yeah. Um, what I did like uh, the layout. Maybe
1: was, that's it. All the fish and the birds are the food, and we just don't want to. We don't want to show that. We don't want to you. Honestly, like <laughs> the uh a bear selling a big tray of fish to everybody else. That seems kind of gross.
0: The uh part I really liked uh, in zo- the actual layout of Zootopia is the very small place where the hamsters and the mice live. So when like. Uh, Judy, like, looks over the fence. Well, it's not a fence. It's more of a city block. She looks over, and there's a whole section dedicated to smaller animals. So when she's a police officer in that version of the town, she's like a giant. That that whole thing was really cool. I love Uh, that. it, It has a load of cool ideas in this movie. Like, the... Um, When she's arriving on the train at the beginning, she goes through all the different zones. There's different zones of Zootopia. Of course,
1: there's like Arctic and... Yeah. Desert and range. All the things
0: that animals need. And it's just an amazing... It's the
1: planet all put into one big city.
0: Yeah, so she's just riding along on the train. It's the only song in the movie... Oh, there's two songs in the movie. One at the end and one while she's in the train.
1: But... Because... the, the The bull guy... Or the buffalo guy says... How they all just start singing for no yeah. reason at all and think that so all their problems are gonna go away. It makes yeah. fun of
0: Disney and Pixar. It makes fun of the whole thing, um, but with a serious message. It's I really liked it. I think I think it's a cool. It's it looks awesome. Like some of the CG animation, some of it. You know those howling wolves. Oh yeah, they look like you could just grab them and they are like plastic, like a, like I mean like a figure that you buy. They they look real at, at some points. I was like wow, this the the quality of this animation, they actually look like stop-motion puppets. Like like they're really there on a stage and somebody's photographing them. Um, it wasn't always like that, but there were some character designs where I was like, holy crap, that looks really good. Like we've come a long way. Toy Story 1 was on the TV the other night and I, swi- I switched it on on ABC and I was like, wow. Like that used to be the benchmark of everything. Everybody's like, "No, no, nothing will ever reach Toy Story 1 quality of graphics. Who said that? back in the day when Toy Story 1 came out like now now obviously it's way surpassed and what I'm looking at it now Toy Story 1 it's awesome but it is very basic like it, it like they they haven't done hair properly there's none of that at that point but now I have to argue
1: that no one could possibly have thought that was the pinnacle because that would be like stupid
0: Let's yeah be I saw well you know do even, you mean
1: idiots would say that
0: even video <laughs> games match Toy Story nothing
1: 1 nothing is ever going to stop or
0: like video games that have surpassed um, that Toy right, Story right but nobody
1: one. should have would have any intelligent person wouldn't have said GTA 3 this is it this is as good as it gets because that's just stupid
0: people stupidly say yeah. that along the line don't yeah, they but um, Toy Story 1 it, while well, it's still awesome and and you know what the hell like we, it's all done with a computer it's so... We've come so far. And we've seen it ourselves growing up through these movies. We saw when Monsters, Inc. came along and they invented hair. Yep, fur, yep, And all of it now... That's Pixar. Yeah. But all of that stuff now that has been developed along the years... It's come to a point, I think, with these CG things where it's all been developed... And now you can do fur and hair and everything. is. Everything just looks great. Like, so obviously you know we could probably look back in 10 years time and go wow Zootopia is really um
1: of course we can Cause we can look at Avatar and say yeah. the same thing like we thought it was like oh my god it is night. still but it is still a thing that now, if you, once you see the new one, you're going to yeah, go, oh. I think so, yeah. I can't yeah. believe... And Titanic is one of those when people would have claimed that this is it. This is the best it's ever going to look. And, of course, that is not true.
0: But this movie, this movie looks... It looks great. It's, it's flawless in my... There's nothing where you can look at it and go, wow, that looks really, like, dodgy. Because it doesn't... The, the style of it, the whole thing, the way it moves, the sets, which are huge. Like, the city sets, you know... You see the whole thing from above. Like yeah, it you looks see very huge, cool. massive cities. So let's get on to the cast here. Um, you know, a cast of an animated movie is obviously just the voices. Not and just they're... the voices. <laughs> well, do they do breathe life into these characters.
1: Not just that, but they actually model, I believe, some character traits uh, yeah, around them. Just, the f- just the hint of a person. I'm not saying that rather. a bunny looks like the girl, but I'm just saying no. there are certain little characteristics that you find that they do make the effort to kind of.
0: So Judy Hopps is played by Jennifer Goldwyn, and you most people, you know, TV watchers, will know her from Big Love. She was one of the sister wives in Big Love. Like, one of the main ones, actually. Sister wife. And she um, plays Judy Hopps. And I was all the way through going, thinking to myself, I don't know who this Judy... I don't know that voice. It's not... Like, the usual choice is to pick some big name, isn't it? Such as Finding Dory is, you know, somebody everybody knows but this lady most people probably won't know her but she did a fantastic job of bringing this bunny to life I actually loved this bunny there was points where I was like the and I know this is not down to her but the animation of the bunny rabbit and she puts her ears down and you can instantly know what's there going their little tiny yeah, nose, barely and nose starts moving
1: sometimes
0: there are subtle things like that where you know exactly how she's feeling just in an instant which I thought was really good, but yeah, she does a really good job with the voice. The secondary character, or you know, they're a duo on the adventure that they go on, is Nick Wilde, and he's played by Jason Bateman. I didn't actually guess that it was Jason <laughs> Bateman; I had to look it up. But how, what did you think of him?
1: It's I, mean, same. I mean, he's, he's doing the Jason same Bateman. as always, but it fits that character. Yeah, it's exactly. Kind, it's, it's kind, kind of, of sly. sly,
0: dry, sarcastic, guarded. You know, yeah, wants to everything's crack a joke. You know, he's one of those kind of guys. Idris Elba plays Chief Bogo. I thought he fit perfectly. He's like the chief of police. He's this big... What, what is he? He's a... Water buffalo. A water buffalo. So he's he's a big Tough. hulking fellow. Uh, yeah. And he's got Idris Elba's English voice coming out of him. He's just kind of, you know, authority guy. Great, I thought. Jenny Slate plays Bellwether. I don't actually know who Jenny Slate is. I can tell do. you,
1: she does a voice... Or some voices on Bob's Burgers, so I know her.
0: Again, good. Like, Like, you know... I think if you do a bad job of voice acting on these movies, it stands out, and you kind of go, "I don't really like that character. I can't. It just seems wrong. Like it doesn't." But she's fit. right. Yeah, right. She's right. Yeah. Um, Bonnie Hunt plays Bonnie Hops. Um, Bonnie Hunt's been in some of the Pixar movies as well, right? She was, um, was,
1: she was the mother, so she didn't have a lot to say. But.
0: No. J.K. Simmons plays Mayor Linehart. I love J.K. Simmons. And <laughs> yeah. you can obvi- that was the one voice where I was like, "Well, you can't not tell that." It's
1: really distinct. Yeah,
0: um, he plays the mayor, and he's a lion. Shakira, if you remember Shakira, the uh, Latin pop star singer, um, she plays Gazelle, and she's actually a pop star in the in the in the cartoon.
1: She's like the hot, yeah, one everybody loves. The the, time. The, I mean, a- yeah. the app where you put your face on—that's uh, so good. It's all—it's bringing. It's our not denying that. that we all have cell phones and we all carry them with us? And we, you know, people call us at weird times and we do stupid shit with our phones when we're not supposed to be doing it. And they looked really good. Did you know
0: it's really... the logo on the back of, uh-huh. um, well, um, our he- heroine, Judy Hops, on the back of her phone, instead of an apple with a bite out of it, it was a carrot with a bite out of it. <laughs> I
1: didn't so, you know there's, there's that. It's just that oh, sort my of God. stuff.
0: Um, we also got uh, Tommy Chong, as finally, I put him down as Yaks. It's funny to see, like, Tommy Chong in a Disney movie.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, of uh, course, he's like a yoga. Yeah. Yoga. Not, probably not yoga, but he's like the receptionist at what is essentially a pleasure. <laughs> a nudist. Because one of the funny things is, as these Disney guys say, and. Animal in Clothes animation, which I've never thought of that before. I've no, never thought of animals neither, in clothes. Me neither, but Disney kind of, do it. They think of it that way. Yeah. So in this one, they wanted to do... and John Lasseter was really excited about doing another Animals in Clothing. Not been done for a while. But so then the... So the uh what would be the uh deviant animals like to go to this pleasure palace? Just
0: animals. They don't
1: have clothes on, <laughs> so she's like trying to cover her little eyes, and everybody's doing yoga. And so they're all, like and <laughs> elephants, just... all bending and shit. And to what you're looking at I'm like, okay, that's so an sad. Funny... But if you think about it, if I went to a pleasure palace of naked people, I probably wouldn't bother me, but I'd be like, whoa.
0: The funniest one for I me. I don't was... need to see
1: naked yoga. Was the
0: giraffe? It was yes. leaning over, and all you could see was in between its <laughs> legs like <laughs> and the elephant and the
1: like yoga. Yeah, so and she was like, eh. yeah. So, so that, the, was really that was a whole good. funny
0: scene. Yeah, um, this is directed by Byron Howard and Rich Moore. You'll know them because they directed Bolt and Tangled, the other the other two big um, Disney animation movies. Um, they're fun because they're in the re- they're they're in the extras a lot. Uh, what did, what do you think of these two guys? I mean, I can I can never one hundred percent review. The directors on animated movies. Because I know there's more than them.
1: Yes. C7. Yeah. It's everything. But somebody has to be in charge of the project. Yeah. And obviously this one went through lots of changes. So somebody had to hold it together and end up with what is I would watch it again and again kind of movie. Whereas we've watched other movies like World War Z different kind of movie but I'm saying that movie had huge production issues lots of problems with everything from like to writing it feels like
0: the way they talked about this it feels like it had issues along the way they even brought the in another writer at the end doesn't no
1: other movies do right and so I think that has to be attributed to the person in charge of the whole project and whether it's the director or project manager at Disney I don't know but I think they, whoever that was did a good this job this
0: is why um recently in the news Star Wars Rogue One the new Star Wars movie that's coming out at Christmas they Disney announced they're reshooting a bunch of it 30% of it and I at first I was like wow that sounds troubling that movie's in trouble something's going wrong somebody doesn't think it's right but I trust Disney they obviously looked at it and said hey we can make this better so let's take some time to make it better I trust that they want to make things better with because this movie is a prime example they obviously all got together it wasn't working properly they sat down retooled it they actually originally the the hero of this piece was the uh, Nick Wilde character Jason Bateman plays and uh, Judy Hopps wasn't I think they did a good job They
1: did yeah, somebody was able to sit down and make the hard decisions and drive the project
0: and it's, and it's really hard decisions when you're you know when you've got a, almost a complete script or whatever and then you're like no this isn't working we need to like strip it all back and change it all around like it, it, you know I reckon that must be really hard as creative people to
1: I don't know if it is so much I think maybe we just don't see that we don't get told the whole story every time yeah I'm
0: surprised they really mentioned it a lot you know they even have deleted scenes Well, that's
1: this. the extras. Yeah. So it kind of gives you more of a background to, like, and they've always been pretty open. These animation studio is about the development. It's not quite that detailed.
0: So speaking of extras, while well, we're on that po- on that point, there are a bunch that well, I can't Speaking see of sweat,
1: quiet. I'm going to tell you right now. So. Um, my backside is sweating like a beast. Nobody cares about it. <laughs> Well, I do.
0: So the extras are, there's um, zoology. It's very difficult to see I haven't got no light.
1: Here, I'll read it. I got light. Oh, yeah. If I can see it. Zoology. The. Oh, God. Round table. That's just people talking about it, right? Yep. The origin of the animal tale. Which is them telling about the backstory if, of the
0: Yeah, changes. they tell you how it originally was.
1: Research, a true life adventure, which was them actually going to Disney's Animal Park and then to Africa and to other animal places to actually observe real animals and How they
0: l- move and look.
1: Correct. And, which Disney's always done, from what yeah. I understand. Even from, like, The Lion King. I believe you and, have to. You have to. You yeah. can't just look at pictures.
0: No. I and mean, then, if you're an animator, you need to see the thing move. You right, need to see them and all not just
1: on a video and two no. The video is not two-dimensional, but it is essentially, if you need to see the folds of the skin yeah. around the, I mean, if you want to boil down an entire animal to a few lines, and to the shape and the distinct features, I think that makes sense. Plus, they have a bottomless pit of money, so they can do whatever they want. Then we have ZPD, Forensic Files. So that's going to be just a... Did we watch it? We didn't watch that one. Um, Find the movie's hidden Easter eggs. So we didn't do that.
0: Didn't find them. So you can find them.
1: Deleted characters, which is just some of their ideas for characters. Which and are, all they had were drawings, but they were cool.
0: Yeah, but there was there was quite a few of them and the, and the, the directors explain like what these characters were gonna be or these characters, some of them actually appeared in the movie but changed yeah. from what they were.
1: Deleted scenes, yep. which we did not watch. And more. What was more?
0: most more probably trailers for <laughs> right. other movies. Which we did watch. There's a there's some trailers at the beginning. Um so yeah uh, there is no director's commentary but the extras are good the extras are aimed at kids you, they always are sure. on these kind of things you can tell it's, you feel a little bit spoken down to as an adult but it's for everybody isn't it so you aim at the uh, lower ages um, so conclusion with we should do the
1: other way around and make the children up their Us. game yeah. up their game <laughs> toughen up buttercup we're talking to the grown ups
0: so um, as far as you know animated movies and any movies go I think this is a great movie it's definitely for all ages everybody can sit down and watch it you might get some questions from some kids but that's a good thing because yeah. the only questions they're going to ask is going to be things that you're going to need to explain to them anyway
1: and they're going to be the some asshole point. families that think it's a bunch of bunk and that you're trying to brainwash their children into accepting everybody the way they are
0: yeah but um, <laughs> it has a nice message it's well executed uh, I really enjoyed it, you know. Um, and I'm not a child. I'm a 46-year-old man with no children. Are you
1: only 46? Yeah. No, you're 47.
0: I'm not. I'm 46. I'm 47 next month. Correct. <laughs> I know how old I am. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, but, the yeah.
0: I'm 46. Thank you. <laughs> don't don't make... i would actually years to me before. You're so
1: much younger than me.
0: Um, so yeah it's a great movie Uh, pick it up Uh, a billion people have seen it already don't just pick
1: it up you need to go to the counter and pay for it you need to pay for it don't just pick it up and like walk away
0: yeah (laughs) because you know um, Judy Hopps they even made
1: fun of people pirating pirating Disney movies (laughs) yeah they (laughs) had different
0: titles the movies didn't they like it it uh...
1: you don't have to look up because it said otters are predators I need to look that up
0: yeah because the fish I guess
1: oh true
0: That's why they're predators. True. But true. I mean there are no fish in this world, so they were <laughs> So fine. why are
1: there otters in this world?
0: <laughs> yeah, well if the otters turn bad, what what would they be eating? Be eating other other animals? I don't know. So uh thanks to Disney for the Blu-ray. If you want to enter a contest, you can on com. Next week's Blu-ray review is Midnight Special. We're gonna be taking a look at that one next week. Uh movie recommendations. I am going uh on the you know Tip of uh, animated movies two of my favourites over the years Uh, one is Bolt it's the first movie from the Disney animation team if you didn't catch it maybe you didn't I don't think it was as popular as most of the others you should it's about a dog it's cool
1: it is really good it's it's nice
0: Miley Cyrus is the voice I believe Um, and the second one is Wreck-It Ralph obviously I have a deep connection with video games and uh, Wreck-It Ralph is Disney's video game movie uh, if Disney have any video game movies It's Tron and Wreck-It Ralph So uh, I recommend all of those So Sita, what are your recommendations?
1: Well Apparently we have a listener who is Complaining to somebody that I haven't even Got through the A's yet Of my <laughs> movie list This very, I explain this very well every week I'm going through the entire list of all the movies I've ever seen that I'm keeping track of And I've started in the A's because my spreadsheet is Sorted accordingly And so this week I'm gonna zip through the end of the A's and get to one little B just for this particular person, just so they can feel like I'm moving on. So the list is—it's not short. Okay, Assault on Precinct Thirteen—the
0: original or the remake?
1: I did not see the original. I saw the remake. Oh God! Atlantis: The Lost Empire—another good Disney animated. Yeah, I like that too, one. Too Michael too J. Fox. Yep. Yeah. Correct. Attack of the Puppet People, which is a really old, I think 1950s, where this dude on an island is shrieking down everything, like animals and people. Like
0: Dr. Moreau.
1: And the special effects, quite good. For right. that back, back then, you know, the person's little tiny next to a symbol of thread or something like that. So that was pretty good. Um, all the Austin Powers, pretty funny. Author, Author, one of those movies I love. The
0: Austin Powers are not just pretty funny. They are funny.
1: They're pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, author, I'm trying to move through these quickly. Author, Author was Al Pacino. Who kind of inherited a bunch of children from this other mother, and a couple are his, but they're all from this other lady who he married, and then she's kind of a free spirit, and he's undertaking writing a play. Thus, the name Arthur. Arthur, it's not Don't Arthur. Know it. Arthur. It's really good. Also, really funny of its time. It's very eighties. Avalon, one of those big movies at the time, which seems so like a Godfather epic kind of story. Yes, I've seen Based on yeah. crime. Avatar, which we all are aware of, I'm sure. Avengers Age of Ultron, AVP, which is Alien vs. Predator. I personally liked it. Terrible. I like anything Aliens and Predator, and you put them together, I don't care how bad it is. Um, uh, the, the Awakenings, which I think if I watched it now, it wouldn't be Robert quite as moving. Robert De Niro, yeah. Robin Williams. Um, uh, Away We Go, which we've talked about. Krasinski is in that with Your Man's Wife.
0: Maya Rudolph.
1: Yes, Maya Rudolph. is a really good little... Sweet little movie. I liked it a lot. And just so somebody out there will feel more fuller by my recommendations. I'm moving on to Babe.
0: Pig in the City.
1: Just Babe. Pig in the City is the second one. Babe. B-A-B-E starts with the B. That's So What does that tell you? From now on, we're going to be in the B's for only, several only weeks. Only took
0: you six months to get
1: <laughs> <laughs> And Babe, of course, I loved it like everybody did. It's a little bit weird when I think about it now. Like, real animals with talking mouths. I don't know how good it would look now if we watched it. I but saw a
0: clip from it the one other day. day. It actually looks fine.
1: Does it? Because I haven't, yeah. you know. So that is it. All right. I'm not recommending them because of their quality. I'm recommending them because I want you to watch every movie I've ever seen. So get caught up, people.
0: <laughs> Alright, so uh, Games and A Scully stuff this week was E3. And I have watched E3 this week. And let me just say, this has not been like any other E3. It's, it's very anticlimactic, this one. It has been all week. I've been watching it, and somebody else just said it today. I was listening to some other commentary on E3. And they said... Yeah, everything that happened was exactly what we expected. Like, there was no... I mean, there was a couple of surprises, yeah. but no big, like... Holy... Like Shenmue 3 last year. I I remember in the middle of the Sony
1: conference going... Which actually hasn't happened.
0: It's not out yet. I mean, it took a couple of years to make it,
1: but... Um, what I'm saying is everyone got excited and it's, there's nothing well, to show they,
0: for. Well, they, they said, yes, we're going to make it, and now they're making it. It, take, it takes at least two to three years to make a game, so... But at least that was announced, and uh, it was a big deal. It was like, holy crap, they're making a new Shenmue. Uh, This year, there's not really been anything like that. But what there has been, and I've watched all the conferences, so uh, I want to start with EA. I'm just going through these quickly, actually. EA, I watched that. That was the first conference. They announced Titanfall 2. I really enjoyed the first Titanfall, so that sounds interesting. They announced Battlefield 1. So they're going back to World War One with Battlefield instead of the future, which they've been doing recently. Um, looked cool, airships, people on horses, the old World War One thing, uh, going right back. Um, they announced FIFA and Madden, which um, yes, of course they announced that. They announced those every year. You know what though? I don't really play FIFA or Madden, but FIFA has like a story mode now where you can play. You play as a character. And it's voice acted, and it's directed, and you you get picked. You know, you you eventually want to be in the Premier League. And there's cutscenes talking to your wife, and it's it's like all
1: you're telling them, right? Because I don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I'm saying uh, FIFA's really Couldn't come a long be. way. It's not just like you play a game of football. There's, there's a story in it, which I I thought was really cool. Looking. I bet a
1: lot of people hate that.
0: Um, EA also finally announced the final. Well, they didn't. They announced Mass Effect. They already announced that, but it's coming out next year. But they also did this big showcase of like, hey, we're EA and we own the Star Wars franchise now on video games. So over the next few years, we're going to be making lots of Star Wars games. And they showed you this VT thing that lasted about 10 minutes. And it showed you nothing of any games. It showed you like the Star Wars logo and music. And people sat behind computer screens saying, hey, we're making a new game that's going to be a Star Wars game. And it comes out in 2019. So watch this space. And it was a bit of that. Like it was like, Hey, we We paid a lot of money for this license. We're going to make a load of games, but you're not going to see any for a We have year. to say
1: something at EA. We have to say uh, something uh, for uh, the
0: uh, investors. Yeah. To say, look, we've got Star Wars games. They will be coming. But there ain't any coming this year. It's a way off. What got me excited, though, is the lady who was the writer on Uncharted, which is an awesome game, she's writing the Star Wars story. They're making a new story game, like a side thing, and she's the lady who's writing it, so feel that that could be a cool thing if EA don't screw it up. Second uh, was Microsoft In the, on the morning of Monday. They came straight out of the gate and said "Well, there's well, a new Xbox, it's called the Xbox S the Xbox One S it's, a, it's just an Xbox One, it's, they made it smaller, it's now got a 4K Blu-ray drive and it outputs at 4K, it doesn't make your games look any better or anything, it's just a an Xbox that's smaller that plugs into a 4K television uh, they announced that, they showed it, it'll be available in August, $299. They uh, showed Forza Horizon 3, which looks fantastic, it's a racing game, open world. Uh, one of the, the big story for Microsoft was, everything that we release on the Xbox One now, there's a first party title, Gears of War, Forza, all the big games, will also, day and date, be on Windows PCs. That's a big, big, huge thing. If you buy the Xbox One version, you get the Windows version free. If you buy the Windows version, you get the Xbox One version free. It's a huge thing because previously you had to have an Xbox One to play Gears of War or Forza. Now you can play them on your PC. I think that is a fantastic... Both. On, you can on play market. it on,
1: over on your PC and then if you have to go to your room later yeah. or to the living room, you can log in and it's the same. It's
0: all on the cloud. Or if you're a person like me and you don't have an Xbox One because you've got a PlayStation... You can now play Xbox games. With your friends who have Xbox one. Yeah, it's all cross-play, the multiplayer's cross-play. Because
1: cross... you 46-year-old boys, you love playing with your friends online.
0: So that was, a, that was the biggest announcement from Microsoft for me. But they announced these games. Forza Horizon 3, Gears of War 4. All of these come into PC and Xbox. Um, Dead Rising 4. Scalebound, which is this cool like um, big where you fight huge monsters from Platinum Games. Uh, and also We Happy Few, which is this indie game that Microsoft are funding that's bigger than an indie game because Microsoft have threw money at it. And it, what it reminds me of, it's this brand new franchise. Nobody's ever heard of it. We Happy Few. It looks a lot like Bioshock in its vibe, which is this cool retro future kind of place. I would, If I had to say what it was like, it's like A Clockwork Orange by Stanley Kubrick. Like that movie but in a Bioshock-type setting. It looks really freaking scary. There's a moment in that the trailer for it where these people in masks... You know, like that masquerade ball kind of thing, eyes wide shut? Yes. They all look like that, so it's creepy yeah. as shit. Yeah, yeah, And they all start eating this animal on this table. Like, just eating it is weird. It's really weird. So that's We Happy Few. That's coming soon, actually, next month. Um, and then finally, at the end of Microsoft's um, conference... Which I actually said was a really good conference Really fun to watch They had a lot of announcements But right at the very end they said Okay we just want to talk about the future a little bit The Xbox One We've got a new console It'll be coming at the end of 2017 Fall 2017 At the moment it's called Project Scorpio That won't be the final name It will be Xbox something Um, It's this super powerful Xbox And then they had a video of a load of um, developers Saying it's this 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 Same as that other thing yeah, it's coming next year. You'll be able to buy it next year. Obviously, Microsoft are moving the consoles on quickly. They they want to be well. The Xbox One's still going to exist, but they're going to have a more, very more powerful version of it. So we'll see what happens with that next year. Um, then it went on to Ubisoft's conference, which was my favourite conference of the whole lot. Which is weird because Ubisoft are usually very strange. Aisha Tyler hosts the Ubisoft one. I think she's an excellent host, by the way. She's
1: they didn't like her
0: no she's she's really she's a really good host for ubisoft's host uh conference because ubisoft's conference is very off the wall that's the idea of it they they're a bit the french first off so they got different kind of mentality to these american companies and the whole thing started with this weird dancing thing with like biscuits and cakes dancing on the stage it was weird nothing to do with anything it was just a weird dance routine she came on introduced stuff and then they got into introducing the games and uh, this year they introduced Ghost Recon Wildlands which is the Ghost Recon series which we've all been playing Uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon but now it's open world and it's co-op and you can all drop in with your friends and there's this big huge playground the other one was Watch Dogs 2 that was a big game from a couple of years ago it's a game about hacking the new game new game looks bigger and better than the last one they also announced South Park the fractured butthole and (laughs) Trey and Matt came on and spoke for a little bit longer than they needed to you know what they're not really cut out for conferences those two guys they um it would have been fine if you trotted them out and they announced the game but they they stuck on them for about 20 minutes and uh It was almost like they'd run out of things to say at the end. And they'd run out of clips to show of the game. But uh, the game looks funny. It's like the sequel to The Stick of Truth. And um, it's Trey and Matt supervising it. All the voices are by the actual South Park cast. You see the South Park game, right? The original one. I thought you play a little bit. It just looks like an episode of South Park. It doesn't look any different. So this one is... uh, Based around superheroes Instead of like You know RPGs So It's like Cartman His superhero is the coon He's like based on a raccoon But it's also a bit racist You know what Sal Park are like Um, So yeah They came out and showed that And then finally Ubisoft showed a, A new franchise Brand new It's called Steep And what it is Is Remember SSX It's like SSX You go down a mountain, wingsuits, skiing, snowboarding, open world, co-op, everybody jumps in. You can have races down the mountain, you can do stunts, you can wingsuit down the mountain. Looks really cool, actually, Uh, and we've not seen a game like that for many years. Then, uh, after, and Aisha Tyler told a lot of jokes. It was kind of funny. It was a weird conference. You told
1: me. You hated it because she swore all the I hated the beginning when she kept swearing. No, I
0: said I the beginning when she kept swearing. But she calmed down towards the end. Um, I think she is perfect for their conference, though. She's done it for she five... She tries
1: a little too hard. I she, like her on Archer. She tries no, to be really wrong.
0: cool. Yeah. That's the thing. But she's uh, done it for five years now. And obviously Ubisoft really like her because they've been started putting her in some of their games. She's in Watch Dogs 2. <laughs> so, um... Yeah Then it moved on to Sony Which was the one I was really looking forward to seeing And Sony didn't disappoint You know Their, their conference was really classy this year Did you Did you watch any of it with me? No nope. I was watching it on the TV In the living room I thought you were stood there While it was on But they had an orchestra They started with a Bear McCary Who you did saw the,
1: that guy And you said Who's that guy? Who's that guy? And yeah. I said It's that guy from that movie We just yeah,
0: watched Yeah Bear McCary, who did the movie Who did the music For 10 Cloverfield Lane Um we just watched him in the extras, and then you're and like... And I saw this guy walk out, and <laughs> I was like, I know that, I've seen that guy. But um, they had a full orchestra, and what Sony did, it was really classy, it was in a big uh, amphitheater, amphitheater, outside, and uh, they had a the full orchestra, and all the trailers, they live-scored them with the orchestra, um, which I, th- I thought was really awesome, Like because it must have sounded amazing that if you were there but what Sony uh, announced this year they opened with the new God of War which was the biggest surprise for me I didn't know they were making a new God of War and the new God of War looks incredible they've really changed the direction of it Kratos is really super old and he's got a son I and mean, it looks like it's going to be the story of his son and Kratos um, training his son to be a badass I guess so that's God of War some people are calling it Son of War it isn't Son of War Another game they showed off at the uh, Sony press conference was Days Gone. Now, this looked incredible. I think you would like to... You know like you sat down and watched me play The Last of Us? Yeah. I think Days Gone is one of those games. It's like The Last I like of Us. like some of those, yeah. Yeah, this looks a lot like The Last of Us. It's a zombie end-of-the-world apocalypse game with a really deep, big story. It's about these two... It looks like it's about these two brothers. Um, they kind of look like Daryl from... They're on bikes... You know, but it's a, a zombie end of the world thing with a big story. It's not Thy Naughty Dog, but if you looked at it, you might think it is. It's that kind of game. They also announced um, Resident Evil 7, which was a, another big, su- huge surprise for me. I didn't realize it was so close. It's coming out in January. Um, it's a huge, massive turn of direction for Resident Evil. It's first person instead of third person. And it's really scary. Imagine Hostel, or a movie like Hostel. It's that kind of creepy. It's dirty, it's dingy, it's disgusting. It's scary. Um, They've gone back to being scary instead of just shooting loads of stuff. In fact, you don't have a gun. They put out a demo of it you can get on the PS4 now. And it's not about shooting things. It's about surviving. It's a bit like Until Dawn, but more interactive than that. Um, They also showed... The PS Virtual Reality Helmet thing, PS VR, which is coming out in October. They announced the price of it is $399. I still think that's a bit high, but uh, Virtual Reality is coming to the PlayStation 4 this October. They also announced, and this was a big surprise, again, see, Sony had the biggest surprises. Crash Bandicoot is coming back. Uh, not a new Crash Bandicoot game, but they're taking all the old Crash Bandicoot games and up, um, you know, Doing the remaster thing where they're all 1080p. They're all coming on one disc. Really cool. Call of Duty premiered at the uh, Sony conference. Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. We've seen all the trailers for it. It's in space this year. It's completely gone crazy. Zero gravity combat floating around shooting people in space. I don't think shooting people in space would actually work real realistically. Bullets might be a... F- you mean like in Star Wars? Yeah, but this is just... Regular regular marines in space shooting normal guns. Um, it's not lasers, guns, or anything. Um, well, it would work. In, any
1: object in motion.
0: But it'd go really with slow? no gravity.
1: No, it's gonna go as fast as it goes until something stops it. Hmm. That's the way physics works, to my and my understanding.
0: So Call of Duty, obviously, there's gonna be a Call so of Duty. So the
1: science is there. Yeah.
0: The next one was Hideo Kojima, the guy who makes. How long
1: is this list?
0: The guy who made, you say that each year,
1: I know, but it's like uh,
0: Hideo, you you can leave if you want. I don't want to wanna leave.
1: I'm just curious.
0: Um, Hideo, you can see it. The list is right there. <laughs> Hideo Kojima uh, is the guy who makes Metal Gear Solid, and he famously said Metal Gear Solid Five is the end of Metal Gear Solid, and it, it is. He left Konami at the end of that, and Sony brought him out on the stage, and he's actually joined Sony. They've given him his own label, like Kojima Games, like a new... You know, funding him. And he's making this new game called Death Stranding. And it stars Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead. And it looks very bizarre. Watch the trailer for that, if you watch anything. It's on YouTube. Death Stranding. Watch the trailer. It's very weird. Um, also, the uh, Sony have got an exclusive Spider-Man game. So they're, they're actually doing the Marvel Spider-Man game. Uh, and it's the people who made... Um, not Sly Cooper the other guys they're kind of a platforming people so it kind of fits for Spider-Man it looks really cool um, it's, it's kind of like a cartoon you Spider-Man um, Quantic Dream who made Beyond Two Souls and uh, Heavy Rain they've got a new game it's called Detroit Become Human it's a bit like Humans the TV show nice uh, it looks really cool it's about making decisions and shaping your story that's coming next year and finally, Horizon Zero Dawn, which is this cool... Uh, we saw this last year at E3. I think it looks like Sony's strongest game of the lot. Um, that is coming out, out next year. It's
1: last year, so it's not out yet. Coming out
0: next year. 2000, it's coming out March 2017, I believe. Uh, and they also showed, again, The Last Guardian, which is the game from the guys who did Ico and Shadow of the Colossus. It's the follow-up to those two games. That has actually got a release date. It's out in October. That's been at E3 for the last five years and still never came out. This year it is coming out. Um, in 2016. In 2016, October. And finally, Nintendo, they, they came along. You just on,
1: said finally.
0: No, finally for Sony.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry to keep you waiting. Uh, You're not
1: keeping me waiting. I'm just like, there's a lot more. This wasn't this much last year. You weren't as ent- enthusiastic last year, I can no, tell
0: you. There that. was way more than this last year, actually. Oh, like, last year excited. I had way more announcements. Uh, Nintendo finally came along um, Nintendo are weird they didn't show the Wii U is done now um, they've said this year you know there's no more games for the Wii U there actually is there's one the one that they talked about but uh, they've got a new console they famously said we have a new console it's coming out in March next year we're not going to show it you this year because we're not ready we're going to show that later in the year so what we're going to do is go to E3 and we're going to take one game and it's the the Wii U's final game and it's the New consoles, first game. It's going to be out on both. And it's Legend of Zelda. Of course. And it
1: is... It it's looked, a console seller.
0: Yeah, it looked fantastic. I mean, I, I was skeptical. Like, I'm like, another Legend of Zelda? They look like they spent a lot of time making a very modern Legend of Zelda that uh, lives up to today's new they games. They look
1: like Zootopia?
0: It looked like... Um, like, it's... it's kind of cel-shaded cartoony looking mm. but really awesome. It's open world. You can go wherever you want, can explore. Um and that was it for uh, E3. Like I say, it was all about the games this year, apart from Microsoft announcing a couple of new hardware things. But um
1: Sony announced the new, the new thing, 4K, the uh
0: the virtual reality headset. No, they didn't, no Sony version. didn't announce a 4K version.
1: What are you talking about then? That Indeed. was
0: a rumor that was building up to E3, and that, that actually was nothing. They didn't announce that. Microsoft announced a 4K Xbox. Wow. So, so Sony's out of it all. Sony's was my favorite conference because Sony. Very. You
1: said Ubisoft was your
0: favorite. Um, Ubisoft was pretty good, but Sony's was. What Sony did differently to everybody else was. They only had a man come on the come on the stage twice to actually say anything. They didn't do flowcharts and spreadsheets like they normally do. They cut all that. They just showed trailer, 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 trailer. His games, like just for pretty much for the whole two hours, which I appreciate, and I thought it made the press conference more impressive because it didn't stop at any point and a man come on and say we sold four million PlayStation's last year, which they normally do that. They didn't even bother doing that. You know why? Because they're on top. They don't need to do it. They're they're selling the most of anybody. So, I liked all the press conferences, though. Even Microsoft's was really fun. And it's obvious they're taking the PC very seriously this time. Shocking. Well, they've they've tried many times along the way. And it's never really worked this time. Because it's Xbox and PC working at the same time, I think it will work. Because there's many people with Xboxes and there's many people with PCs... And Microsoft make really good games, so why not have them on both? It's double the sales, really, isn't it? So um, that is it for E3 stuff uh, for another year. We'll see a lot of games coming this fall, I guess. Uh, The the one thing I noted last year was the return of Guitar Hero and Rock Band. This year, it seems like it's the death of it, because there is nothing of that. No musical games this year at all, so I don't think it worked last year. So, uh, Sid Talk, what is for dinner?
1: Jimmy John's!
0: Of course,
1: because it's freaking hot, and I've already turned the stove on once today, so. And it is uh, Fenguli Saturday. It is Fenguli Saturday. Now I'm keeping track of all the games. I mean, all the games. You've got me all brainwashed. Now for games. All the movies that we've seen on, um,. Svengoolie over the last few weeks, and here are a few uh, of the what's titles.
0: What I'm asking. I'm as a sorry.
1: Listener. is a horror host, horror sci-fi host who's on MeTV. He was a local. Um, I forget what city he was from. Chicago, Chicago. Yeah. From 1979 to the 80s, then went off and then came back, and so he's like a guy who wears like funky makeup and has really bad jokes and a really weird kind of cheap-looking set. He does the things For movies like Tonight (laughs) is The Leech Woman Or Leech Woman So it's like From the 50s You get to see an old Yeah Possibly bad movie He doesn't comment on it Or anything during the movie It's not like It's not like Mystery theater Yeah it's not like that But He has little gag jokes, and he explains all the cast and what other things you've seen. He superimposes
0: himself into the movie and the breaks.
1: Sometimes. That's very funny. And it's corny, and a lot of people would think it's stupid and boring, but I don't care, because I have loved it since we started watching it. You get to watch a a lot of old movies. The titles that we have seen include The Invisible Man, The House of Horrors, King Kong vs. Godzilla, Murders at the Zoo, The Car, one of your personal favorites, and... (laughs) About snakes Which is really it was Weird really bad, Very really weird. good. Calling Dr. Death The Incredible Shrinking Man Abbott and Costello Meet the Mummy She-Wolf of London Which there was no wolf uh, hey, spoiler, spoiler alert Spoiler uh, Pillow of Death Which was last week And it was really T- Terrible <laughs> I don't know what people saw In Lon Chaney Jr.
0: No He's well, not good at all Well looking at him He's not like good The
1: name was what was carrying Handsome. him Handsome it wasn't that handsome. And tonight is Leech Woman, so...
0: Um, Leech Woman's from the 70s as well. Sorry. Yeah, 60,
1: 1960.
0: Oh, right. So it's like it's... We it also c-
1: watched Phantom of the Opera from 1940. It
0: could be a movie from the 30s, the 40s. A lot of universal 50s. movies. They're yeah, all because universal. they bought...
1: Yeah, they got yeah. the rights to show all universal stuff. So that is what we're watching with our Jimmy Johns. And my advice... Excuse me. There isn't
0: any advice on that yeah. list. But last week you didn't have any Eva.
1: Did I not? I'm running no. out of wisdom. Um, okay, here's my advice. If the theme of this movie is to accept your differences and you can be anything and that you can't judge a person or an animal by the group that they come from, that's all well and good. That's fantastic, right? If I meet a new person at work who is of a different nationality than myself, which happens all the time, because I work in a place where it's a data center, and there are programmers, and there are high-tech people who are from all over the world. Chinese, Indian, African, North African, South African, South American, if instantly, as soon as I met them, or talked to them on the phone and heard the accent, I immediately judge them based on that, I cannot justify that. That individual has nothing, as far as I know, in that moment to do with anything that I might add to my big long list of shit that I've ever read or heard or thought about a group represented by this one individual. That I cannot get behind. You get to know the person, you get to know who they are, etc. That's all great too. Accept people for who they are, individuals make their own choices, individuals are accountable for their actions, that's great. That is not to say... That, so my advice would be, that's all good. So consider that side of it alongside there are two sides of this, right? That there are times when you you do have to take into consideration when a person is intentionally representing a group with an idea that is destructive or hateful. Or harmful to other humans, like anti-human, essentially, right? Because they want their idea to control everything and fuck everybody else, right? And destroy everything that isn't what they think. Now, if that person is proud to represent that idea and takes action to promote that idea and takes action to actually destroy and injure and hurt people... That's not to say that I need to sit down with that individual. and am like, oh, do, what do we have in common? Do we like the same music? Do we like the same pizza? No, that's bullshit. I'm not talking about that. So people who don't like, and I'm not hippy-dippy. I'm not all love and peace and shit. I'll say it. I don't mind people getting punished for their crimes as an individual or as a group who promotes or incites terrible things. So you have to think of both things. But when I hear people say, all Muslim dot dot dot. All Muslims, dot, dot, dot. I cannot grasp it. I cannot grasp it. I don't know what advice... Like, you have to marry those two things together. We have to see people as individuals, regardless of all the other stuff that we know about them. And we have to consider that there are individuals and groups of people who, no matter what you have in common with them, their overriding, negative, hateful, piece-of-shit attitude about the world... It's too big to be like, hey, let's all go sit around and have a glass of wine together. I know that you're a horrible terrorist. Now, a terrorist can be anybody. It can be a Christian who bombs a clinic. And it could be a Christian who's in the Ku Klux Klan and tries to kill everybody in a parade full of African Americans. It could be a person in, who's French and hates the French government, so they blow up a building. It could be Timothy McVeigh, who was just an American asshole who blew up a building in America. It could be anybody with any idea. That leads them to destroy other people. That person, I couldn't give a shit if we have every single other thing in common. Except for that. That person that person doesn't deserve my time or anything. I'm not the forgiving quote unquote type. I'm not that. I don't have that kind of compassion. But in life, like if somebody walks in the store and they're behind me in line. Or I'm at work and I hear the African accent on the phone. Or... I meet a new person at work who happens to be darker skinned than myself or obviously from a different kind of life than me. It could be somebody who's, like, so super uptight. They could match my skin color and my ethnicity perfectly, but if they have a whole different vibe about them, I also bring all that bullshit with me, don't I? Like, ugh, you look kind of snotty, all dressed up, and you're smelling all fancy, and this is just an office. What's That's what this you? movie's all about. Right. Now, I have to let that go in that moment until i know something different about that person that either confirms what i think or busts it to hell you know it's very complex i think that's my advice don't think of it as simple it's not simple you
0: yeah know? and also our uh, condolences to all that of course. horrible thing that happened this week i i was impressed all the e3 conferences acknowledged it uh, the nightclub the shooting. shooting in orlando yeah, yeah. yeah. horrible i mean You know when something horrible happens. That's a person
1: that I don't want to go sit in a room with and be like, oh, I mean, I know he's dead, but I'm saying that's not a person that I go, oh, well, we really need to rethink this because he might have had a bad childhood. I'm going to give a fuck. He's a piece of shit, violent, hateful individual who might take on the ideas of some other group. I cannot deny that. I don't know all the facts. All I know is that he represents himself. And he made a choice to destroy the lives of not only those individuals, but all of their families, all of their friends. That city has a thing to that they have to cope with. The state, this country, everybody who grapples with the whole issue. When, uh, he has individually made that choice. And he didn't deserve... I mean, if you want to punish him for the rest of his life, if he lived, that's cool with me. If you want to hang him up by his toenails and punish him. And the parents and the family and friends of those victims want to come and torture him. I'm not, like I said, I'm not all happy, peace, and love, people. But I do think that there's a line you have to draw between being prejudiced and bigoted because of the superficiality of things and really judging a person by their actual actions. Not the thing that they might represent, but what they do, you know? And this was just a, a horrible,
0: psych. cowardly... Cowardly. When um, that France rock concert thing happened, uh, you know, not long ago either, mm. I always think, oh, that's just the pinnacle of horrible things. And then the next one seems to top it. And it's like, oh, no, don't... Like, it's just horrendous. And this was just equal. It, it I is, mean, it was, because it's the action... This was just an absolute hate crime. It was just...
1: That's all they all are. Yeah. You, you have to hate life as represented by other people of other ideas, other lifestyles, in order to want to destroy it and rip it down to make a point or to make yourself feel good or to get a hard on. whatever the fuck is wrong with you? There are women involved in the French shooting, so I can't say it's all a man thing. But I'm just saying, those aren't people that I need to have. I don't have compassion or empathy for them. However, if I were to meet somebody, (laughs) like you keep saying, until I know what they are and what they've done, I cannot... Reject them, based on that I can't. And once I know they've done something terrible, I'm pretty black and white about it. i switches off and on. I, I, my, my sympathy, empathy, all comes to a quick end. But
0: so I it's have still to complicated. Say, our hearts go out to all those people affected, because that is it's the worst. It's just it, It's just ugh, I can't even imagine how many of
1: them. Because your yeah. your brother or your nephew or your son or your best friend or a your boyfriend or lost, your husband members, just went it? to the bar yeah. that night to have a good time and then that's it you don't terrible. it is terrible so I want to remind you about our
0: websites, ascoli.com, sidso.com you can catch us on Facebook and Twitter you can catch this podcast on the Google Play Music Store the iTunes Music Store or just go to the RSS feed ascoli.com slash podcast and subscribe there thanks to somebody for emailing me this week to tell me that it didn't go on the feed in time that was my problem. I uh, pressed the wrong button. Test, test, test. You want to um, email feedback to me at a school at a do email Sid Talk. And um, stay classy, Zootopia. <laughs> because uh, it was very, it was, it's a very, it tackles some tricky things in a fun entertaining and entertaining way.
1: And my word, because I have my five words, my word for it is fun. Yeah. It's thoughtful and inspiring and all that, but it's also just a bundle of fun. But not empty. And I'm going to say think for yourselves, or someone will do it for you.